Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. Anyone can just start screaming about microchips and Jewish space lasers, but it's our mission to remove the bull and get down to what's real. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way, a brand new show from My Heart Podcast, where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon, and Time, is back for another round. We had a big bear of a man, who was called Mal Evans, who was on roadie, and uh, I was coming back on the plane, and he said, will you pass the salt and pepper? And I misheard him. <laughs> I said, what? Salt and pepper? Listen to season two of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello and welcome. It's our number three, our number three, the big story this hour, a Malibu monologue about college sports, the Pac-12, the ugly redheaded stepchild of college sports. The Pac-12 has finally decided to hand a pink slip to Larry Scott. We examine the depths of despair. His ineptitude provided Pac-12 big-time football, big-time basketball this hour, right now. Giving his walking papers, welcome in the beginning of another hour. It's the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere as we speechify coast-to-coast, border-to-border, and beyond on the vast and very powerful microphones of FSR emanating live from inside the Magic Radio Box, the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio Studios. So I this hour comes from college athletics. I'm getting old because I am old enough to remember when the Pac-12 conference was somewhat relevant, when they actually put teams on the field in the big-time sports that were were solid and won. Now they're they're good in the Olympic sports. No one cares about. But in the meat and potato sports, uh, they're they're not, they're not very good. So a major move out on the West Coast, sending shockwaves around the landscape of college athletics. And well, I'm embellishing. I don't think it sent shockwaves anywhere. But it was interesting. We have learned the Pac-12 has given the commissioner Larry Scott the boot, a one-way ticket out of Dodge. He's gone. Now, he's not gone yet. They're going to keep him around for a little bit until they find a new guy. But under Larry Scott's tenure, under his watch, the conference has become the laughing stock of the Power Five. It's really the Power Four and the Pac-12. In terms of competing with the other power conferences, forget about it. Forget about it. The Pac-12 conference, under the regime of Larry Scott, is they're going to go their separate ways June 30th, so they've still got a ways to go here after the contract expires. Now, Scott has served as the commissioner 
since July of 2009. July of 2009. That is an 11-year run of incompetence. Think about that for a second. He lasted 11 years on the job, and he was horrible. The prepared joint statement claimed that the decision was mutual. We know that's not true because when somebody breaks up in a divorce, one person initiates it, right? You know, Both don't say at the same exact time, okay, let's get out of here. That's not how that works. The Pac-12 is spin, spin, spinning the old spin cycle at the laundromat. They're saying that this move was made to allow a new commissioner to be in place to negotiate and maximize and monetize the television agreements, the contracts for the Pac-12 coming up in 2024, I believe. So these they're going to be new contracts, so they want to get more money. The executive committee, it's Blue Ribbon Panel, will start the search immediately. So if you would like to be the Pac-12 commissioner, send your resume in. Send your resume in. So let us discuss. Now, the question, how would you rate Larry Scott in his tenure as Pac-12 commissioner? Like a bad poker player, I've already revealed my hand here, but on the, yes. On the Maller scale of success, 1 to 10, 10 would be like John D. Rockefeller or Henry Ford. Or Jeff Bezos right now at Amazon, who, you know, on everything. Uh, Larry Scott, for his leadership of the Pac-12, gets a one. I'm giving him a one. Uh, Now, my take, you've got Quicksand, Nigerian Prince, and Kevin Coster. And we will lock all these things together. Now, to lead off with, uh, Larry Scott took over when the Pac-12 was at a crossroads. The conference was attempting to move back up the ladder, right? They wanted to climb back up the ladder. They thought they were going to get back up in the pecking order of college athletics. And they had had some good runs in, in really football is the meat and potato sport in, in college. That's where the money is made. And USC had their, their run. Oregon had some really good teams. Uh, and there were a couple of, of runs the Pac-12 had where they were competing with the, the big boys of the other power conferences, and they they were planning to take away some clout from the big bad bullies of college football, Southern Fried Football, the Southeastern Conference. So this guy, Larry Scott, comes strutting in on the catwalk, and he talked the talk. I mean, this is the kind of guy, we, we said this the other day, the Svengali effect. When this guy talks, he owns the room. And that's obviously benefited him greatly. He's had some pretty good jobs. Uh, he had an amazing vision of where the conference was going to go. There's only one small problem. Couldn't walk the walk, right? An outsider, he's an outsider. He came to the Pac-12 conference. He, You know what he was doing before he got the job in the Pac-12? He was running the Women's Tennis Association. That's what he was doing. Uh, so he goes from Women's Tennis, the WTA, I believe it's called, why else would it be called anything but that? Uh, and Scott's practice, uh, he, he came in, and, and in his time, it is strategic incompetence, has ruled the roost at the Pac-12. Now, he's in his 50s now. He was a young guy in his 40s, when, well, relatively young, uh, when he started. And so he's like a 50-some guy. He was a tennis player at Harvard. He was able, another Ivy League guy. We see this a lot in baseball and other sports. The Ivy League guy comes in, the cachet, the clout of the Ivy League, and they're able to hornswoggle people that love uh, the the Ivy League, the, the gusto of the Ivy League. But this guy, Larry Scott, he used that to get hired, but then he, not only gets hired, he has continually taken those academia types, the presidents of major powerful universities, of higher learning, up and down the West Coast, and uh, just been owning them, taking their lunch. It's a case of the old bait-and-switch. Used car salesman's playbook, right? You You advertise a fantastic deal online. This is amazing. Come down, and then you go down to, to see the car, and they're like, oh, no, we, that deal's off. But I got a different deal, a less appealing deal. Uh, and, and that's just the tip of the spear, though. Okay, that's just the tip of the spear, uh, the dubious tactics that I have witnessed. And 
We don't talk a lot of college sports here. Uh, I, again, like the Pac-12. I've watched a lot of Pac-12 sports over the years. Not much recently because there's no reason to watch. They're not very good. But most knowledgeable people, most knowledgeable people, and I, and I was a, around in the first year or so, and I actually was still regularly going to, to USC games. And I remember he showed up right after he'd been hired and they had a news conference in the Coliseum press box in the back at like halftime. Larry Scott came out and, and talked to a group of us reporters. And my BS detector was going off right away. But the people that are smarter than I am, I'm just the overnight guy here, they knew within the first year, first couple months, that this was a fish swimming in troubled waters, that Larry Scott somehow had managed to get this job and he was doing the backstroke in quicksand. Right? He's, he's like in quicksand, he's, he's flailing away and all this, and he continues for years, right? Now, now it's, it's, it's coming to an end, but destroying what little piece of reputation the conference had for another decade. There's a term, I like it, I use it from time to time, it's called the Peter Principle. You rise to your highest level of incompetence and stay there. Like, I've done it. My highest level of incompetence is overnight radio. So here I am. Ta-da! And this guy, Larry Scott, his highest level of incompetence, the Peter Principle, was running the Pac-12 conference into the ground. Now, furthermore, since these are his final few months as Pac-12 commissioner, I think we should take a few seconds and give a condensed recap of his greatest hits. That way you can fully appreciate the grifter nature that he was able to pull off. Since his uh, since his beginnings at the Pac-12, the, the Pac-12 has had, I believe it's two teams in the college football playoff. Only two Pac-12 teams have been in the college football playoff since its inception. Uh, a couple years ago, the Pac-12 had a 1-8 record in bowl games. Now, why does that matter? That is, in the history of college bowls, that is the worst postseason performance by a Power 5 conference. It happened under Larry Scott's watch. The SEC farts, and they get two teams in the college football playoff. The Pac-12, it, you know, a, a decade plus here, and they got two. And now the Pac-12 was ahead of its time with social distancing, Considering if you watch some of the conference championship games before the pandemic, the stadiums were often empty like they are now, except they were actually asking people to come to the games. Under his watch, under the Larry Scott reign of terror, the Pac-12, this is my favorite, one of my favorite stories. We talked about this at the time. The Pac-12 paid the LA Times the paper of record in Los Angeles $100,000 in advertising revenue. It was a... It was a quid pro quo, though. We'll pay you $100,000 in advertising. Give us positive coverage. And they did, of course. Uh, How embarrassing is that? Uh, And at last report, how about the real estate dealings? The Pac-12 conference headquarters are showcase headquarters in one of the more expensive places in real estate in the United States. Uh, Downtown San Francisco, they're right mixed in with all the big tech companies and not far from the Giants ballpark there, beautiful part of uh, God's green earth there in San Francisco. And the conference pays, I think at the last report, the last I saw, about $7 million in rent. They also had $11.7 million in deferred rent for their showcase headquarters in downtown San Francisco. So I bring this up. You know how much the Southeastern Conference, the cash cow of college athletics, you know how much they spend for their headquarters? Of course you wouldn't know that. I'll tell you. 300,000. So, 7 million or 300,000. Now, Larry Scott, the reason he gets a 1 and not a 0 is because he was able to keep the gig for so long living a lavish lifestyle. The stories I have heard, the tales that have been told about this guy. Uh we all know that person if you if you you're in a profession, I'm in the the radio business where Occasionally, people travel and they have to stay at hotels. And there's always that guy that runs up the expense account. Larry Scott would be that guy. He was able to convince the Pac-12 conference, the people he was working for, to pay him for all this extravagance. When the Pac, I'll give you an example. When the Pac-12 basketball tournament, which goes on in Vegas, uh, one year he said, "You know what? 
I need a nice hotel room. So he said, I'm going to go to the Aria Sky Suites, the most expensive room I can get, $7,500 a night. And the Pac-12 had to pay for it, of course. Uh, and in, in many ways, the he's the Nigerian prince scammer of college football, right? Larry Scott offered the Pac-12 a share in a very large, very large sum of money on the condition they help him transfer some money. And they fell for it. And he's laughed all the way to the bank. In fact, he literally has laughed all the way to the bank. Good for him. 11 years on the job. We knew right away he was bad. He has siphoned. $40 million in salary. He's the highest paid commissioner in college sports and the worst commissioner in college sports. That's like borderline money laundering is what it is. All right, last thing. So the Pac-12 needs to find, obviously, someone who has a clue who will take them out of the fog that they are in right now. But my advice is this. My theory is you've got to get someone that's comfortable in their own skin. And obviously, you would like someone that doesn't need to live like an aristocrat. That would help. But this has always been the argument against the Pac-12. My my pet peeve is that they never have accepted who they are. There are positives and negatives to anything. And the Pac-12 has always tried to be something they're not. They want to be East Coast. They don't want to be West Coast. They, they've done everything they can, Larry Scott in particular, to accommodate the East Coast television audience. And... So they're attempting things that are very difficult to achieve. They've been over backward to pacify television executives who want that East Coast audience. It's extra lame when they schedule games at you know, 8 in the morning and midnight and all these other. It's ridiculous. And then you had the whole direct TV thing with the Pac-12 network, the carriage uh, fees, and that that was all wonky. and been No one's been able to see the Pac-12 network. Uh, spent all this money on it. And so... Whoever takes over is going to have to do the walk of shame. The Pac-12 needs the person who is willing to play the cards they're dealt. For example, right? follow the wisdom of the corn farmer in Iowa, Kevin Costner, the character in Field of Dreams. Right? Remember that famous line? He's out in the cornfield, and he hears the, the weird voice saying, if you build it, he will come. Well, in this case, if you build it, they will come. Right? Meaning, if the Pac-12 actually somehow, as a conference, the revenues go up, it you know, filters down, trickles down to the schools, they spend it more on recruiting, they get better players, they have better coaches, they put better teams on the field, and then they provide smash-mouth football again, the fans will show up. There are 53 million people that live on the West Coast. Now, it's a shadow of what's on the East Coast, but there's 53 million people that live on the West Coast. And if you can please those people, and that's your base, and get a lot of those people to watch the Pac-12, and then you'll get a few people out of the, the Big Ten country, the, the, the upper Midwest there. Well, I think there's 67 million or so people right around that number that live in that area. Uh, and then you'll get a few people out of the eastern seaboard where there's over 100 million people. I think it's close to 120 million people that, that live on the East Coast. So it's, it's a numbers game. It's always a numbers game. But you start out with the West Coast. You try to appease them. Try to pacify them. They need more exposure, but you also have to take a little bit less. Less is more. Short-term pain for long-term gain. That's the plan. All right, it is the Ben Maller Show, the show with all the answers. That's why we're here in the middle of the night. We have all the answers to all of sports problems, uh, one problem at a time. All right, we will press on. We have Ask Ben later this hour. We'll take your calls at 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. If you would like to be part, got to have some luck. You got to have some luck. We'll get to that, and we will do it next. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good song. The Johnny Carson theme, right? Hey, who wrote that? Skip. Who do you think? It's your buddy. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. 
And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way, a brand new show from My Heart Podcast, where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. Hear about Michael Bublé's entrance into show business. And get business insight from Mark Burnett. Find out what scares my son-in-law, Jason Bateman. And discover the bragging rights that come with beating Michael Jordan at golf. Together, we know just about everything everybody including sitting presidents so join us as we ask the questions they've not been asked before tell it like it is and even sing a song or two this is our podcast and we're going to do it our way listen to our way on the iHeartRadio app Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. We break open modern-day conspiracies and tell you which elements may be the real deal. Like, did Bill Gates use COVID vaccines to microchip us all? We all do have tracking devices. Mm -hmm. We carry them around. We spend a lot of money on them. And what's actually on Hunter Biden's laptop? You are talking to the guy that has three of Hunter Biden's laptops and cell phone. And what did the deep state build under Denver Airport? Do you think there are secret bunkers? That's just on my list of questions I have about Jesse Ventura. It's our mission to get to the heart of these conspiracy theories and figure out the why, the how, and especially the if. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon, and Time, is back for another round. We have more insightful conversations between myself, Paul Muldoon, and Paul McCartney about his life and career. It was 20 years ago today. We had a big bear of a man, it's called Mal Evans, who's on roadie. And uh, I was coming back on the plane, and he said, Will you pass the salt and pepper? And I misheard him. <laughs> I said, What? Sergeant Pepper? This season, we're diving deep into some of McCartney's most beloved songs. Yesterday, Band on the Run, Hey Jude. And McCartney's favourite song in his entire catalogue, here, there and everywhere. Listen to season two of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern-day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We believe in the power of the people in the Maller Militia. Get the most out of the Ben Maller Show listening experience by adding your touch. Take a few seconds to follow your host on Twitter. He's at Ben Maller. And you can tweet at and follow our technical producer. He plays all the music and most funny sound bites on the Ben Maller Show. He also does some cooking from time to time. His first name is Roberto. His last name is Flores. You can follow him at Raider underscore Rob 24. And now live from the Farmers Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. Ask Ben, coming your way later this hour for your dancing and dining pleasure. Just Josh writes in, he says, as Ben Maller would say, the Pac-12, not my jam. There you go. All right. Cape Cod Paperboy says, please, someone catch me up on the last five minutes of the monologue. After 10 minutes, I fell asleep and drove my car off the road. Uh, there you go. Uh, Cape, Cape Cod Paperboy, very upset that I, I went down Pac-12 Highway. 
No help liked it though, because I referenced Kevin Costner. He says I would. It would be really tough to pick my f- top five favorite Kevin Costner movies shows. Then he tried. He, he named Yellowstone, The Highwaymen, Hatfields and McCoys, Open Range, For Love of the Game, Tin Cup, Robin Hood, The Untouchables. No, no Bull Durham on that. Did not get Bull Durham in there. Uh. All right, Mark says, "Calm down, Koopa uh, Loop. Uh, joint a joint statement isn't what you think it is." He says, "There you go." All right, uh, let's see. Page down here. Page down. Can't read that. All right, let's go to the phones. Uh, let's say hello to Eeny Meeny Miny Mo, Sir Scratch Off, driving around the highways and byways of Arkansas is on the show. By the way, we are emanating from the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio Studios. Call one eight 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 Farmers to switch. And you could save a bundle on your auto insurance. Hello, sir. Scratch off. What's going on there, Uncle Ben? <clears throat> what What's going on there, Ben? Well, you know, I'm playing tiddlywinks over here. You know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, I'll tell you something. My nephew sells for farmers insurance. He's been trying to get me to uh, switch over to him, and uh, he started rubbing my face after I got them boys listening to the uh, show at night. Now. He said, well, you got to have it here every night now. I said, but that don't mean nothing. Just because I drive a Chrysler don't mean I can go back and drive a Chevrolet, you know. Well, of course, I understand. But uh, you you are a P1, as you know there, uh, Sir Scratch-Off. And have you won any money recently playing the lottery? Of course, we, we love that about you. You're addicted to playing the lottery. You're, that's why you're called Sir Scratch-Off. Have you won any big money recently? No, I really haven't, Ben. I'll tell you what, I I, I I did good on my picks for the football game last weekend, but besides that, yeah. uh, it's just been kind of slow, you know. It's just uh, they got a new card out right now. I'm trying to hit it. It's a squiggly mark for $5,000 on a $10 card, and I've probably bought about $10,000 worth right now, and I'll say <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, you, you you if you just spent the ten grand on buying a car, you could then have the payments with the money you spent on the lottery. You have the car. Yeah, I uh, I get my brothers, my brothers and my nephews get on to me all the time about playing those things. And so tonight I had to rub it in their face. My wife had got called out right before I left, and yeah. so when I hear the helicopter go over my house, I know it's headed to the hospital. She put stents and hearts at the hospital, and. Uh, so I told her, I said, you better go. Here goes the helicopter. She said, oh, they're going to call me. Well, they did. They called her out. So I got to watch the Arkansas game, and I got uh, watching the basketball game on two different shows, uh, two different TVs. <laughs> yeah. and, and it was funny because I rubbed it in her face because Auburn was whooping that tail, and all of a sudden the hogs come back because I hate the hogs, and they yeah. won by one point. So, you know, I got that rubbed in my face. You know, So I, I can't you. win. I, I can't win, Ben. No, but I you understand. know what? But you know, I want to tell you something. That drop of birders got about thank you, Jesus, and uh, train, train. Thank you, Jesus! Out. And the train, train, train song. I got that to say for Pruitt. I'm glad they finally got rid of him, and I'm glad they finally gave him a, uh, a train ticket to get him out of out of uh, Tennessee because we have put up with enough of him. And then I turn around, and uh, ASU Red Wolves at Jonesboro now has got Butch from the ball. So. I can't win. I can't win. I hear you. All right. All right. Well, you, you, well, maybe you'll win the lottery. You're not going to win at sports. But thank you, Sir Scratch-Off. I appreciate that. Let's go. Who do we have next? Let's say hello to Eeny, Meeny, Miney. Let's go to Aaron in Lost Wages, Nevada. Hello, Aaron. Oh, Aaron's gone. All right. How about Dennis in the Twin Cities? What's going on, Dennis? Hey, Ben. Dennis. Uh- Hey, I knew that. Welcome to the show, Dennis. Would you like a Would you like a cocktail? Yeah, I'm actually already having one with a little soda, so I'm doing good. Okay, what do we, What do we got? What are we making tonight? What do we got? Uh, what, what do you think of this idea? What do you think, uh, Kirk Cousins, and all our six round draft picks for uh, Deshaun Watson? All right, so tr- trade everything. That now the Vikings have a history of doing this kind of thing, right? The the Vikings. No, franchise... no, no, no. Just just our six round picks. So yeah, just, like a bunch of them. They're all so you, six rounders. And, and and so you think the Texans, because you know a bunch of you know goofballs down in Houston, they would take a bunch of six round picks. You need to make no, that. No, but cog- Kirk Cousins you need, ain't that bad, right? Kirk Cousins you, is somewhat decent. Yeah. Deshaun Watson, same salaries. They, they, there's not a whole lot of difference in salary. Yeah. Okay. Why don't you make that cocktail a little stronger? <laughs> 
Yeah. I, I might. Maybe. Maybe. No. How, how about that? You, um, so you you want to get out of the Cousins business? How about you trade Cousins to the Broncos? The Broncos would take Kirk Cousins. How about that? No. 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 I don't want no Drew. He's no. Well, you don't have to get no, Drew. How about you just trade Cousins and okay, then s- oh. sign somebody else or draft somebody? How about that? Well, we could do that. That wouldn't be so horrible. But uh, Cousins is better than most things out there right now. I'm wondering, what do you think we would have to give up to get Sean Watson? Uh, let's see. I'm I'm going to go out and since the Texans traded a bunch of draft picks to uh, to to get offensive linemen and various players from the to help Deshaun Watson. I'm going to say at least a first and a second round pick, and probably some other. I, I have like three or four picks, but like a couple of very high picks. How about that? I don't think it'll be two first round picks because yeah. But I'd then what will we do with Cousins? You're going to have to still give Cousins over. So, Yeah. Uh, well, you, maybe you can have him work at Raising Canes or something like that. He loves Raising <laughs> Canes. We learned that. He loves Raising Canes. So well, I, I'm just saying, man, you've got two of the best receivers in the NFL. you got the best running yeah. back in the NFL. I, he, your defense is only going to get better. There's got to be. Well, you don't know the defense is going to get better. I thought the defense was going to be good this year. The defense wasn't particularly great. It was young and oh and stop! Come on, you're Come making on. you're making bit, they bit. were 27th in the NFL. That yeah, sucks. Not good. Yeah, not all, good. Right. all right. We Go had ahead. a lot of injuries like every other team, but I got one more thing for you. Oh no, I, I would like I I would like to thank the NHL, and this is a question for Eddie. If he wants answers, he can answer it. Thank the NHL for fixing the divisions so we get to play all the crappy teams out on the West Coast. There you go. Okay. Great moments in Minnesota hockey. Thank you. Uh, go have another cocktail. Put a little extra. Get a well, double shot. The, the problem is that Minnesota is not amongst the, the Minnesota's with the crappy teams. <laughs> they're, 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 so it's crap and crap there's th- together. There's three good teams and the rest is all crap. And it's the Minnesota po- right now, I'm sorry. They're, I know they're off to a nice little start. They're, they're, they're in the crap pile. It's, it's a poop fest. Is that what it is? A poop yeah. Fest? yeah. Yeah. Poop fest. All right. There you go. He's excited though, Eddie. Want to trade Cousins and a six-round pick for Deshaun Watson, or a couple six-round picks. I'm sure, the Good Texans, luck with that. No, the Texans would go for that. Why not? Huh. Absolutely. It would make for good sports talk radio, that's for sure. Yeah. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. Ben, a little tease here for you. Uh, puck the World coming up a little bit later on, a little hockey report there. Yeah. You mentioned the NBA and what they're doing about the uh, the hugging. and uh, No hugging, Eddie. Stuff. Well, no wait, hugging. Do you, wait do you hear what the NHL has done. That's coming up on the Puck the World oh, Okay. Oh, look at you, Eddie. Yeah. Te- your tease game is strong. Thank you. I'm proud of you, Eddie. This wow. is great. You're teasing ahead to next hour. And now, back yeah. to Ben Maller in the Farmers Fox Sports Radio Studios. Oh, get it right, Eddie. I know. Hey, come on, man. We love Farmers. I used to love I forget it. I forget the other insurance I used to like, but I love Farmers now, Eddie. I know, I'm all me about too. Farmers, you know. All I need is that memo. They're the, I'm they're all the about new it. girlfriend, you know? Yeah. We're, we yeah. are Farmers. That's right. Bump, yeah. bump, 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 bump. Still yeah. getting used to to the new girlfriend's name, but we sure do love her. Oh yeah, beautiful. Great. Just you know, it's that young romance. You know, it's that young, fresh romance. It's just um, everything's great. Ah, oh, you're in the we're in the honeymoon the, phase. Yes. Yeah. The Goldilocks zone. We're in the giggity, Goldilocks giggity, zone. Giggity. Yeah, we are absolutely all right. So Ben Maller show, and we are emanating, as Eddie pointed out, from the uh, Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio Studios. Call 1-888-FARMERS, and you could save a whole lot of something on auto insurance. So now the we began the hour yapping about the Pac-12. This uh, terrible commissioner is gonzo. And so they got to hire somebody else. And uh, Bruce Feldman, the college football insider for Fox Sports, he tossed out an interesting name. There's a bunch of names floating around, a bunch of... Um, people I've never heard of, uh, and I, I, I can't really talk about people I've never heard of. I don't know who these people are. I see their names, but I, don't, I mean, I, I, I guess they're, they run bureaucracies at colleges and other places. Anyway, the name that I've heard of is Oliver Luck, former NFL quarterback and the, the, the papa of Andrew Luck, Oliver Luck. Most recently, he was the CEO of the XFL, but he's, the, he's an athletic director at West Virginia. Back in the day, now, the belief is he wouldn't actually want the job. 
which is always a good strategy. If you think someone wants to hire you, pretend like you don't want the job. Because if they really want to hire you, they will throw in a car and a boat and all kinds of goodies, all kinds of goodies to get you hired. That's uh, that's how that works. Uh, all right, let's, why don't we get to Ask Ben right now? Let's have a little extra bonus Ask Ben. What do you say? Why not? Here we go. It's now time for... Time for... Well, hurry, hurry. I can hardly wait. Ask Ben. Twitter! Send us your questions on Twitter now. And away we go. It is Ask Ben. Your questions are answers for the rest of the hour. We thank you for submitting your questions. On social media, we pass the microphone over to the Coop Daloop for the reading of questions, but he will not sound like he's reading. All right, Ben. Uh, we're gonna start off with. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna start off with a. You're question laughing. For- we're. La- why are you? It's a serious bit. Coop. Well, I, I, this is. It's because just I just came across a question that you pretty much just answered, which is oh, I did. Just kind of uh, ironic. Okay. It, it was asking... Well, what was the question? The The question was for you, uh, and it was asking about uh, after doing uh, commercials about the previous girlfriend for so yeah. long, how awkward yeah. is it doing it for the new girlfriend? No, I just need to be reprogrammed, Coop. Like, I, I would go to bed saying blank, 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 blank. Now I go to bed doing the farmer's <laughs> jingle is what I do. That's, That's how right. I go to bed. It's exceptional, by the way. And Mar- Marcel did a fantastic job. Tremendous work by him. Good job by him. That was, that was from Sean on, on Twitter, by the way. Hi, Sean. Uh, all right. So a question for, for everybody here. Everybody. That's right. Uh, Manic Mike wants to know, what's the most restaurants you've dined at in the same day? That's a dangerous question. I was very obese uh, for a long time. I, I don't. I don't really remember. I, I was the guy though. When I was at my fattest, I would like. I would go get tacos at one place because they had good tacos. I'd go to a different place because they had good fries. I'd go to like three restaurants just for one meal. You know, so that's like next level, man. My that's college, va- my college roommate did that. Yeah, yeah. that that's validating. I was way your, too lazy to do that. The closest I ever did to that was I would go somewhere for food and then go to McDonald's for the one dollar any size drink. Oh, that's oh, wow. not a, that's not a bad move. That's not a bad move. But yeah, like I I'd be like, well, I like the McDonald's fries better than the fries they have there, so I'll go to McDonald's. Yeah. And then you know I want I like onion rings, but they don't you know I have onion rings at McDonald's, so I'll go to this other place. <laughs> yeah, I, I like, did that a know. few times too. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. it's good, but the, you know the food gets cold though. Oh, you got to eat, eat it yeah. while you're driving, Eddie. Hopefully they're all, you know, in, in close proximity. <laughs> yeah. A, a sensible person would say, no, why would I do that? But, uh, you know, you're, you're a young guy, living large, why not? All right. Uh, so I guess the answer would be, for one meal, I'd go to like three restaurants. But in a day, I'd say that probably five. Probably five in one day. I'd say I almost, I don't remember. I didn't write it down. Is that for everybody or just me? That's for everybody. Eddie? I mean, I, I'm pretty sure the answer is three, and it's probably, you know, you go on vacation somewhere, and so you sure. eat breakfast, yeah. lunch, and dinner. You're out, yeah. obviously. Yeah. So, yeah, it's probably three. But anything over three would be more impressive, right? Three it would be. I, yeah, I can't yeah. imagine going to to a restaurant or eating establishment four times in one day. Now, have you ever <laughs> gone to a restaurant, twi- the same restaurant, twice Yes. I have done that, too. I have too. done that. Yes. <laughs> yes. I have done that. Yeah. What about you, Roberto? Yeah, I do different times, but like we said earlier, I would go like Carl's Jr., get the double Western bacon, go to McDonald's and get the fries, and maybe stop at 7-Eleven and get a, four, like a double Big Gulp. Stuff like that. Oh, see, when I was doing the double, triple Big Gulps, I would, <laughs> I would fill it all the way up. I would, I would drink like... Fifty percent of it, and then fill it up again yeah, before I checked yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> ben, awesome. I, I got to ask you real quick, Ben. As a, as, a, as a former big man, when you walked yes. into the restaurant, did you get any looks from the yeah. from the people like, uh oh? <laughs> well, yeah. Well, as any as any well, the buffets are the problem. Yeah, yeah, that. yeah. That's the buffet. But they, the the worst part was like if I went to a restaurant that I had maybe been to before, and they had those those booths, you know, because I, I, I maybe I wouldn't fit in it, you know. That was, a, that was a problem. I was worried, worried about that. But, uh, but yeah, I'm sure they were like, oh, what's this guy doing? And then with, depending on what I ordered, they would give me a hard time. What, what about you, Koopa Loop? Most restaurants you've been to in one day. So this one, it's, I think it's actually around six or so. Whoa. What? Yes. Well, so when, when, I went to, uh, when I went to Rome last, or in 2019, uh, I, we did a food tour. And so we stopped in all these different restaurants and just got like a little bit from each place. It was pretty awesome. 
See it like a rabbit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, it was. I was extremely full at the end of the day, but yeah. it was cool. Got to try a lot of different stuff. All right. Well, why don't we uh, pause for the cause, as they say, and we'll have a full long segment, another segment of Ask Ben. Your questions are answers. Very complex. Let me tell you something. This is a uh, very intricate portion of radio. We'll get to that, and we will do it next. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good song. The Johnny Carson theme, right? Hey, who wrote that? Skip, who do you think? It's your buddy. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way. A brand new show from My Heart Podcast where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. Hear about Michael Bublé's entrance into show business. And get business insight from Mark Burnett. Find out what scares my son-in-law, Jason Bateman. And discover the bragging rights that come with beating Michael Jordan at golf. Together, we know just about everybody, including sitting presidents. So join us as we ask the questions they've not been asked before. Tell it like it is, and even sing a song or two. This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. We break open modern-day conspiracies and tell you which elements may be the real deal. Like, did Bill Gates use COVID vaccines to microchip us all? We all do have tracking devices. Mm -hmm. We carry them around. We spend a lot of money on them. And what's actually on Hunter Biden's laptop? You are talking to the guy that has three of Hunter Biden's laptops and cell phone. And what did the deep state build under Denver Airport? Do you think there are secret bunkers? That's just on my list of questions I have about Jesse Ventura. It's our mission to get to the heart of these conspiracy theories and figure out the why, the how, and especially the if. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon, and Time, is back for another round. We have more insightful conversations between myself, Paul Muldoon, and Paul McCartney about his life and career. It was 20 years ago today. We had a big bear of a man, it's called Mal Evans, who's on roadie. And uh, I was coming back on the plane, and he said, will you pass the salt and pepper? And I misheard him. I said, what? Sergeant Pepper? This season, we're diving deep into some of McCartney's most beloved songs. Yesterday, Band on the Run, Hey Jude. And McCartney's favorite song in his entire catalogue, here, there, and everywhere. Listen to season two of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers, or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern-day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. 
There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From peasants to patriarchs, everyone is welcome in the secret society that is the Maller Militia. Listen live from 2 to 6 a.m. Eastern, Monday through Friday, but catch up on shows you missed on demand around the clock via the podcast. Tell your friends and enemies about the virtues of the Ben Maller Show. Subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your audio content and give us a five-star review. It helps supersize the Maller brand. And now live from the Farmers Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. And it is Ask Ben as it continues the rest of the hour, as we like to say. We're hanging out here at the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio Studios. Call Farmers today for a quote. What's next, Kubaloop? Well, so this one kind of uh, piggybacks onto the last one, but this one is from No Help for the whole crew. Okay. Uh, have you ever eaten at a famous chef's restaurant? If so, which chef? Uh... Does it count like Gordon Ramsay's place in Vegas? Yeah. But yeah, I don't, I don't. I'm pretty sure he wasn't there. I don't. I don't think so, it matters. I mean, that's, okay, that's their right. restaurant. Uh, yeah. Okay. I think that's the only one. I usually like the mom and pop shops. What about you, Eddie? Uh does Emerald have a place in Vegas? I he has lots of yeah, places. Yes. In Vegas. Yes. Yeah, I, he has I've several been, places. I've been to one of those places. Doesn't he have a sports? Uh, yeah. Bar? Yeah. I think I've eaten there also. I have. Yeah. yeah I've eaten there. That's where is that? At the uh, Paris? Or uh, where is it's the, the Palazzo. Palazzo. Excuse yeah. me. I screwed up my hotels. All right. Uh, what about you, Roberto? Yeah, I believe Emerald in Vegas. Emerald. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Coop. Uh, they've all been in Vegas. I've eaten at the the Emerald uh, sports book place, and then I've also eaten at uh, Wolfgang Puck uh, oh, okay. Bar and Grill. Yeah, yeah. Does he still have his place in L.A.? That was like a big deal a long time ago. I'm not is sure. Still, probably not. All right. Uh, what is next here? It's Ask Ben. Your questions, our answers. Ben and friends. All right. So this is from Double O Mexican, also for the group. Uh, if you could trade lives for one day with one of your callers from over the years, who would it be? Oh, oh man. Uh, Rusev. How about that? Rusev. I would change places with him. Well, he's changed his name, though, right? What is he called now? He's not Rusev Miro. anymore. Miro. Excuse me. Miro. But he's lived an interesting life. He's a big star. I would like to be him when he was at WrestleMania and he drove in on the tank. That'd be pretty cool. What What about you, Eddie? If you want to change places with anybody that calls the show, Falexis, maybe you know, just for a day. No, no, okay. No. Um, Pete in Pittsburgh, yeah. No, going going a bender. No. Dick and Dayton, give some people lumber. At Lowe's oh yeah, it's got to be Dick and Dayton to be a celebrity yeah. there at the Lowe's. Everyone loves you. Comes yeah. in and you know Jimmy Donovan. Oh, he's good, Ben. Jimmy Donovan. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, what about Did you, you? Watch the game. Dick, yeah, I'm going to watch no. the game, though, if I'm Dick and Dayton. I will actually watch the game. Okay. And the Kettering Banjo Society. Don't forget that. Oh, yeah. How could I forget that? Yeah. Roberta? Marcel, because I want to see what kind of food he's really eating, that guy, man. No, no. I think we know what kind of food he's eating. He tells us every day what kind of food I, he's I, eating. I, I, I got to see how this guy's living, man. Marcel. Uh, eh. Might be depressing, <laughs> though, you know. We, we, we love our Marcel, but, uh, you know, he lives in the- That's what I want to yeah. see. It's not getting out of that apartment in Brooklyn very much. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. All right. Uh, what about you, Kubalu? Jason in Ottawa. Oh, yeah. Jason, a retired caller. Is he still with the much I mean, younger? He hasn't called, so probably. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah. Jason, Jason, if you're new to the show, called the, called the program for years. He had to stop calling because he... Uh, got married. How how much younger is his uh, his girlfriend? Oh, you remember we we might have seen a photo. I don't know. Was you know it? he hasn't called in a while, and he did yeah. say that he thought his girlfriend might kill him eventually. <laughs> yeah, she's <laughs> apparently uh, very active uh, at certain gymnastic movements. Uh, she's very good at. It. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's next here? We got time for a few more. Hopefully, uh, th- this is a question for Eddie. Actually, oh, uh, it's from Aussie Momentum. It says, given your long track record of dominating Ben and Password in Mallard's Mountain of Money, what TV game show would you think you would most enjoy beating Ben in? Well, that's a good one. Um, why? I, I mean, it's hard not to go Jeopardy. Um, 
Ben and I used to play against each other in this. Uh, was it trivia crack, Ben? We used to do on oh yeah, sports on, trivia. On yeah, the, yeah, uh, the, yeah, on the yeah, phone on, there. We yeah, used to play. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, and I just crushed him. That and, is a lie. You're lying. <laughs> I'm not. I just it was destroyed very, you. We went back and forth, back and forth. You're you're having you're getting old, Eddie. Your memory is is fading. There, <laughs> it's a bad job by you. No, uh, no, I'm, yeah. I I love beating up on Ben in the game shows. Well, you also love cheating. You're a proven oh, cheater. Yeah, You're the course, Astros. You're the Astros <laughs> of this. <laughs> lie, lie, lie. All right. Well, one quick one. Late night drug tester. If Scott Shapiro takes you out to Vegas and gives you $1,000 to bet it all on one machine or table game, what do you play? I'd play roulette and uh, bet it all on red or black. Uh, that's what I would do. Any so quick the, the same, the same. All Say right. roulette, yeah. There you go. Cool. Poker. No, you double your money and roulette right away. If you win, 50-50 almost. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. Anyone can just start screaming about microchips and Jewish space lasers, but it's our mission to remove the bull and get down to what's real. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way, a brand new show from My Heart Podcast, where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon, and Time, is back for another round. We had a big bear of a man who was called Mal Evans, who was on roadie, and uh, I was coming back on the plane, and he said, will you pass the salt and pepper? And I misheard him. <laughs> I said, what? Salt and pepper? Listen to season two of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.